Hey, man, if Stu's not here, what would you like me to do? I don't know. I, uh, oh, my yeah, goodness. I, I think we, what you get. Let's just leave. Show's over. I'm out. See ya. Oh. Hey, everybody. What's going on? I felt like a Backstreet Boys song in a second there. Holy moly. Uh, welcome to the Heroes World Sidekick Show. Uh, I am your host, Rob. As you can see, John is. Oh, this is not John. This is my buddy, Tim. Tim Baratis is this way. Here we are. From the uh, Fight Inside podcast, uh, John is absent today. He has decided to take the evening off. He is learning some new moves uh, through the Kama Sutra book uh, that he and his wife are, are going to gingerly try to, to try uh, later this week. So we wish John uh, all the best of luck in, in being a posable, bendable human figure. In the meantime, I've got Tim here again from the uh, Fight Insight podcast. Tim, what's going on, man? How's it going, buddy? How's it going, everybody? Good to be back. On yes. the sidekick show, or as we're calling it today, the Rob show. Yeah, I don't know why John did that. Um, well, it's because it's my show, I guess. Yeah, that's usually my show, isn't it? Isn't that really what it is? It's just uh, it's me and John, like just a couple of dicks just rolling through the street. Um, so we got a lot of things to talk about. Actually, the one um, uh, a lot of sexual imagery. Right. Off the <laughs> thank you very much. The one guest who was supposed to be joining us uh, has not shown up yet. Um, so Stu. Thank you very much for your prompt attention. I'm actually going to send him. He's not even online, so maybe Stu's got uh, has internet issues. But in the meantime, we're going to talk and about cell phone stuff. problems. And, correct, um, yeah. and and maybe some uh, other problems. So in the meantime, <laughs> this is just going off the rails. In the meantime, I want to talk about a couple of things to bring to your attention. First of all, hello to everybody who is watching us live, whether you are on YouTube, Facebook, or uh, Twitch. Thank you so much. I see Lewis and Scott are in there. Uh, Sarah is another uh, person. You what? How do I see comments? Oh, I, here, don't I, like, can... I don't like seeing comments, but I can... Uh... Here, how about I do that? Lewis is oh, saying, welcome back, Tim. We love Lewis. We yeah. Um, oh, I get it. I somebody else it. here who's now saying, oh, my God. Can't go anywhere without seeing that, but okay. Uh, oh, that's a nice message from Scott. Hey, buddy, thank you very much. And thanks to everybody who had messaged me yeah. privately uh, over the last week. Um, you know, obviously, I, my son and I, well, and he was actually the one that was doing the... Uh, he had the procedure at Sick Kids, but all went well, and we are doing well. Um, so, yeah, thanks, everybody. Um, so, again, this is the Heroes World Psychic Show. Uh, John is off uh, today, and I brought in Tim, and Stu is supposed to be here. He is not here just yet, so we're going to roll through. I wanted to go over a couple of things, though, in case you have uh, not caught up on what's new on the Heroes World feed. The first thing is uh, the main podcast dropped yesterday, and we did. And I'm, Tim, I know you're an exceptionally busy individual, so you likely have not seen yesterday's two episodes but uh Stu, john and myself did a review of batman the long halloween part two uh so if you have any interest in watching that uh review or the movie check out the review if you have no interest in watching the movie check out the review if you have no interest in even watching the review because you don't give a shit about the movie uh i completely understand because the movie is shit so yeah that's your your (laughs) your first podcast on the part one yes was like a billion times better than that first thing. It's garbage. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. The movie. I can uh, only assume the second part is going to be horrible. That said, hold on. That said, and I don't know if we're going to get to this because I've received no notes about what the show is about. I didn't want to, but I'm an an idiot. And I still turned on the third season of uh, transformers. What? It's, it's better than the first two by a lot. And I haven't watched all of it, but I've, I'm maybe three episodes in. It's way better than the first two seasons. 
Okay, and that was uh, that people, was Tim joining will. us today. Tim has to unfortunately leave. Really? Already, uh, <laughs> I have. I refuse. I'm not watching it. The no, completionist, the OCD in me, is saying you need to finish it. That's my um, problem. The person who's I'm trying to think logically is saying, uh, "Heck no, I'm not going to watch it." At all. I don't know what the reviews are saying. I don't know whether people are saying that that's a good show. At like obviously the first two seasons, total trash. Yeah. But I don't know if people are saying that the last season is any good. But uh, it's not bad, man. At least they're they're doing something where they're tying in the Beast Wars with it. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I don't believe you. Um, okay. Also, uh, we did that in as well. Uh, so that was Stu, John, and myself reviewed that. And then uh, Stu, Pat, John, and I talked. Uh, we had a bit of a, a mixed bag of of wait was pat on it yes we had a mixed bag of it's been such a long day i don't know who are you looking yeah, at uh, it what do you mean i'm looking at i'm looking at the camera i'm looking at oh, you, but you looked over the there camera. you're like was was i'm, I'm trying to think am i that's how i oh, that's how oh. i often how i think most people who are like studious and who think really well do this they look up to the sky and like aha mm -hmm. uh that's how astronomy was discovered you dummy um but i get it <laughs> thank you uh but yeah we had a mixed bag of topics and we're kind of continuing that today but before uh we get into that and i'm still messaging Stu to find out if he's coming on or not john did want me to mention if you are if you have subscribed to the heroes world uh, uh youtube page thank you very much for doing so please do us all a favor hit the like bell on the videos that we do post hit the notifications and i'm going to tell you why the notification bell is very important because coming up on wednesday andre has an interview um, with Ho Chi Anderson, who is the new writer for the Luke Cage series coming out of Marvel. And that is dropping on YouTube on uh, Wednesday. I believe it's at eight o'clock is the premiere, but you definitely want to have your notification set up. So that way you get that notification uh, on your on your phone or your tablet or computer, wherever you're watching your YouTube videos. So definitely want to check that out on Wednesday. Obviously, Tuesday, Andre, I think it's Tuesday, Andre goes live uh, at nine o'clock with what's new in the store. Thursdays, it is kind of again another mixed bag called "Hey, what did I miss?" With I know I'm just blown. How could you miss with, anything when when it, there's 17 podcasts going on? I don't. I mean, we are now. It's it's a network. It's really what yeah, it turns out yeah. to be. It's, it's turning into a network. So what I miss is on Thursdays with Chris Ho, uh, John Ho. They are related, and Pat, not Pat Ho, um, and they are they and myself sometimes, and we go on and talk about. What's new in news and the box office report? Yeah. I will not be here this Thursday. Tim, do you want to know where I'm going to be on Thursday, buddy? Hold on. Let me guess. Okay. I'll give you a hint. You're, you're going to be watching a movie. I will be. I got oh my, my tickets, God. pal. Hold on. You're going to be watching. It's not Fast and the Furious. I already saw that. <sighs> yeah. Hold on. Hold on. It's going to be, um, oh, my God. The guy movie? Guy? A guy movie? What do you mean a guy like a, movie? What's it called? Guy something? The one with um, Deadpool. Oh, free guy? No, that doesn't free open guy. up this week. It's uh, oh. it's next week. Hold on, it's something else. Oh, as he's quickly trying to type onto his computer and not think about. See Looney now he's Tunes. looking up. Oh my god! You, you almost, saw that already? No, no, I did not see Space Jam. It's uh, Suicide Squad, buddy. I'm oh checking my out. God. Is it? Suicide yeah, because it's August fifth already. That's right. Shoot, that movie looks amazing, man. I'm gonna get yes. suckered into watching that garbage too. Can't wait. Um, so I think you, I, I think you misspoke. I, garbage. No, that's well, not as hype as I was for the first one, and then the massive letdown. I'm as hyped as I am for this one. So we'll see what happens. It looks fantastic, though. But so did the first one. 
So. Well, anybody can cut a great trailer. Um, exactly. The exactly. proof is in the pudding, and those are in the reviews that are out right now. And Rotten Tomatoes critic score is very, very high. I'm personally right. looking forward to it, so I will not be here on Thursday. Um, my son and I are going. We are braving. Uh, we already went to a theater, so we saw Fast 9. That review, I'm sure, is coming up pretty soon. If you haven't seen Fast and Furious 9, it is now available to rent through any major video-on-demand platform of your choice. Uh, or you can go to the theater, which I did. And I'm not going to spoil what I thought, but let me just say, I wish I had my money back. No, um, come on. Okay, but you, to be fair, you haven't liked any of them, right? When was what was the last one you I, liked? So I've actually watched all of them in the last month and a bit with my uh, with my son because he wanted to watch. He yeah. wanted to watch starting with number. You got to get caught up on the plot because it's very important. That's a well. That's a bit of a problem because uh, plot is a very it's a it's an interesting term that is not always applied to the Fast and the Furious yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But, okay, Andre but, but hold on. But, but but to the fans and the millions of people watching, what was the last Fast and the Furious movie that you actually liked? To put your disdain for number nine into context, what was the last one you liked? I thought six was probably the last one I I truly enjoyed. Yeah. See, I've liked them all, man. So yeah, I well, feel Ray like... has faults. You Wait, number six. Number six is the first one with the Rock. The one where no, that was number five. Fire. Number five was the uh, first one with the Rock. What was six? What did they fight in six? The tank. Other people. Yeah, I think the tank. I think the, the tank, tank. Right. Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. Man. Thanks, buddy. Right, I have gotten a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, again, thanking everybody for uh, for jumping in. Uh, I don't know what this means. Oh, I do know what this means uh, because somebody saw a movie and I'm not going to talk about it. Um, uh, not yet, Scott, but maybe after this show because um, <laughs> it's legal. Yeah. Um, so anyways, okay. So I, I guess we have a situation where, oh, Stu just messaged me. Sorry. Oh, he's got tech issues. Okay, that's fine. Um, he you know could what log on do? on his phone. So who are we kidding? Do you understand that Stu actually still uses a rotary phone? Um, yeah, it's no been doubt. very difficult to text um, with a rotary it phone. It takes a long time. It's You thought hitting the button three times just to get the right letter was difficult. Yeah. When you're actually doing a rotary, it's next to impossible. Um, so before Stu comes on, I do want to say this. It I, John usually has... What's coming out in the stores this week? Uh, I don't have any of that list, but I do know that John or Andre, or uh, maybe they did it together in unison, holding hands, put up a whole litany, uh, a whole list of, of different idol uh, titles that are be jumping into uh, the Heroes World store. So I would definitely recommend you go check that out on the Facebook page. I think it's on their Instagram, but I definitely saw it on Facebook. Check it out uh, to see what's new in the store. I think they might have even put up some of the uh, the figures that are coming in. I know John. Uh, and Andre have been dropping up a, uh, a lot of pictures of, of figures and items and statues and whatnot and board games. So you definitely want to check it out. It's heroesworld.ca, uh, I believe. Um, okay, so listen, Stu is, is, is momentarily with us. I want to thank everybody again for coming in. Uh, Andre says, Suicide Squad. Rob, have fun. Andre, buddy. Thanks, man. I will. I'm looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> is he saying that sarcastically? Does hey, he, um, does... before we jump into things, though, Tim, I want to yeah. talk to you about your your show that you have with your yeah. buddy, Prince D. It is called the yeah. Fight Insight Podcast. It's a kind of a play on words, but it's Fight Insight uh, you can definitely check that out on on the YouTube channel. I yeah, think man. the link on this will be will be in the description when John uploads this on the YouTube as well. You can listen to it on iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Everywhere. You guys were just out in my neck of the woods of Ajax, Ontario, yeah. And I was so happy that I got a call to see you. 
Um, yeah. and we got to hang out and and finally embrace. And oh no, we didn't because you didn't. Hello. Hey man, it was on the it was on all the socials, buddy. Uh, you want me to give a shout out as to what happened? Yeah, go um, ahead, man. I want to talk all about it. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Not really. Uh, oh, all right. Well, forget it. Anyways, <laughs> follow. For anybody, for anybody that doesn't follow us already, please do uh, at Fight Insight Podcast Instagram. Yeah. You're already here on uh, YouTube, so just go on over to our page, click subscribe. It really helps us. Um, it's an MMA-based podcast, so we talk all things fighting all around the world. We get guests every single week uh, from the UFC to 1FC to wherever. Uh, we've got tons of great guests lined up. And this week we have a Canadian-born fighter from Calgary, Malcolm X. Gordon, who just fought a couple weeks ago. So a Canadian fighter. That's pretty awesome. Um, so what we did was we had a girl come on our podcast. We did a special episode. Um, she's a fitness and health nutritionist, fitness and health trainer uh, out in the Ajax area. And she was putting together a fundraiser for Indigenous awareness and a uh, fundraiser in support of Indigenous communities. Yep. So she ran a boot camp out in Ajax. I'm sorry that you couldn't come, um, but it was a great time. And she had a good turnout. Her name on Instagram is at Holistic Mum, M-U-M. Uh, she put together an amazing thing, man. She had an elder from the Indigenous community come out, spoke about the issues and concerns, and gave out some literature and things, but ran a boot camp. It was a really incredible thing, man. All the props to this girl for doing what she does, and she you know, takes all the money, 100% goes towards the communities. Um, yeah, it was awesome, man. And we're glad that we could be there. You know, We supported her. We said we wanted to help you get your message out, and then we were there on site to do some uh, promos and media and stuff like that. So yeah, really cool, man. That's awesome, man. I'm, yeah. I'm really happy. I, I do. Uh, I, I, admittedly, I can't. I, I usually try to bunch up a couple of your episodes together for myself. I listen to it while I'm working. The yeah, chemistry yeah. that you and Prince CD have are are it, it's just hilarious. Well, Obviously, we, one is a straight man, one isn't. Uh, so can I? So can I say something? We go to this boot camp, and for anybody that watches our podcast, Prince is an insane person. Like he's he's literally crazy, in a good way. Obviously, he brings a good dynamic. Um, but he's there and we're doing the boot camp and he knows nobody in this thing, right? Neither do I. Most of the people came, you know, as a support of this cause and we're running the boot camp. Within five minutes of the boot camp running, he's screaming at the top of his lungs. When I say hard work, you say dedication, hard work. And then suddenly all the people are screaming with him. Dedication, hard work, dedicate. Like the guy has the knack to make people. Yeah you know, get out. And that's what's so fun, man. So like with our guests and stuff, he makes people go crazy and uh, gets them to get out of their shell pretty fast. But yeah, it was pretty yeah. funny, man. No, no he's, he's a good awesome. Guy. I, yeah, I, love, say, I love watching the chemistry you guys have. And it makes, it did, makes your we, show, yeah. to be honest with you, it separates it from some of the other shows. Yeah, yeah. Are, we did. Yeah. We, and we, you know, people think like, oh, it just happens. But no, we purposefully like try to do that, right? Where he he takes the the funny man's shtick. But yeah, yeah no, it's good, man. I, I love, I love them, love them to death for all the work that we've put in on building it. And uh, I'm gonna give one more plug. I apologize, but we're on Filipino TV now, so Fight Insight yeah. Podcast That's has awesome. teamed Congrats. up with uh, a network, um, and we're uh, we're on Filipino TV three times a week. Awesome. Starting uh, wait, today is Monday, right? So we're on TV yeah. tonight. Ten. If you have Filipino TV channel 799 on Rogers, uh, we're on tonight at 10:30. That's awesome, man. Well, congratulations mm -hmm. to you. Uh, I just got a, a ding 
We may have a special what? guest in the house. <laughs> hey, oh, you know look what? At that. Excuse me. <clears throat> Let me write my tardy slip here and uh, hand this over so to you. So many, sir. so many tech issues on my end. I was like, "Oh, this is great. This got me early." And I'm like, "Not working. Not working. Not working." I'm like, "All right. Oh, well, uh, it's gonna be a while. Reboot. Reset. Sound wasn't working. Audio wasn't. But I got to listen a lot of end to What's up, uh, Stu? Tim's stuff. So hey, Timmy." Uh, Filipino TV, I'm all about that. I'm gonna watch that, and then uh, while I'm holding my Jolly Bees, that's a thing. And then uh, clearly, there's a there's a cult that I need to join because uh, when something about dedication, so yeah. I, I just somehow yeah need yeah to, yeah uh, we'll join get that we'll just situation. get yeah we'll just get your uh, direct deposit information. And uh, isn't that how all cults start? I just give you all my yeah. money and go from there, yeah. and you'll yeah. you'll manage the funds. We'll give you back yeah. money. As you earn it through our tasks and things. Hey, that's kind of like how solar panels work. It, it's very similar. Uh, I, I like it. I like it very much. Hey, guys. So thank you for tuning in to the, I was going to say the Fight Insight podcast, but it's not. It's the Heroes World Sidekick Show. Uh, thank you so much, everybody who are uh, already making comments. Um, and, and so this is what our, our I kind of thought what I wanted to do today was I have these two esteemed individuals. Uh, who couldn't make it, so I got these two guys. And I wanted to talk about um, a kind of a mixed bag of things. So I'm going to throw out some some questions to you guys, and I would also welcome the those in the who are watching, uh, whether it's on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, to make comments. Uh, and if not, if you're listening to this afterwards, definitely go into the YouTube channel and uh, comment afterwards. But I wanted to get your thoughts on some of the news stories or some of the items that are kind of happening right now. And the first thing I wanted to talk about is something that Sue... Uh, Pat, John, and I kind of touched on in yesterday's uh, mixed bag show, and that was this Black Widow lawsuit. Uh, oh. As some of you may or may not know, Scarlett Johansson sues for a bunch of lost money due to uh, Black Widow being uh, put onto Disney Plus at the same time as uh, theatrical. Her argument, yeah. and I'm very simplistically, is that hey, they're using Black Widow to 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 essentially bait more subscribers. I'm out a whole bunch of cash. Disney be- issues. A pretty be- because just sorry, shut up, shut hold on, up, hold on. Because, be, but for people that don't understand, because her contract was going to earn money off box office gross. Correct. Yes, yeah. off the okay, box. Okay, yes. Okay. So that's how the the. If you had listened to the show yesterday, you would have heard that. Um, <laughs> You're talking to people that didn't watch the show. Um, so Disney issues a really crappy response that she pretty much doesn't understand the COVID impact. Uh, and so yeah. today there's an article out that you know. So the new CEO of Disney is Bob. Uh, Chapik and uh, the former CEO is Bob Iger, who's moved on. He's an executive chairman. Apparently, he and so the two Bobs, Bob and Bob, but Iger is not happy with Chapik. Iger is a very, uh, I've read his book. It's a very, it's an interesting read. And I would definitely recommend people to go out and read it if you wanted to, but he's very much try, he's a problem solver. And apparently, he's pretty pissed as to what is going on with his lawsuit and how Chapik has handled it. So is Kevin Feige. He's pretty pissed off with how things are handling. So, my question to you is, with all of that going on, you hear the words, you know, some rumblings of um, Emma Stone in Corella looking at filing a legal suit. You have uh, potentially John Krasinski and Emily Bunt, uh, Bunt, Blunt looking to pursue legal action against Paramount and Disney, respectively, for their movies. Where are we, guys, in five years? Where do we find ourselves with streaming, with theaters? Um, where are we? Where do you guys see the landscape in five years of, of our movie delivery? delivery? Stu, you Stu. can take this one. Tim, for... you got here first, so uh, I yeah. uh, I came in tardy. I, I dug a hole underneath the <laughs> podcast, and I just popped up like a lemur. So, yeah. uh, Tim, <laughs> like a you... Yeah, like uh, right. like a Timon 
from uh, Lion King. So you oh. go first. Plus, you, you interrupted Rob as the host, which is a toll. You can't do that. Come on. So you should this go first. This is a very free flow today. Um, it is. You're not even wearing pants. Go on. No, of course not. Um, I don't know. I, I agree with the lawsuit. I think uh, I think she should do something like that. I think it's good to... Uh, like, I get Disney's response saying that, hey, you know, there's a pandemic and all that. And I do understand that. But the fact of the matter is we're so close to being out of it to push it now and her movie to my understanding really doesn't impact the Marvel universe at all. Like it's not, you could do it later anyways, right? Like it's not timely in terms of what they're going to be releasing. I Mm -hmm. feel like you could have just waited it out to give her that respect in terms of uh, Rob, you're directly to your question, which is what will happen in five years. I don't think the contracts will have this anymore. I think maybe they'll amend it. Right. You can simply say like, hey, it's going to be a portion of box office gross or if we choose to do it through Disney Plus, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, What I do not agree with, I'll just say quickly, people were saying, oh, well, you know, she's still making $30 off the rental. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of the people that are going to rent it for the $30. Remember, we can all share that movie, too, on my account. Right. So I share it with my sister or share it with my mom. So if I buy it for 30, it's going out to five or six people right off the hop. So that $30 doesn't cut it for that. Um, so I don't agree with that argument. But I'm, I'm glad that she did the lawsuit. And I think it's uh, it's a way that things will change contracts. It will change the, the world. Stu, Stu, is, Stu doesn't agree. Hear me. My God. You are chaos incarnate. You don't understand the ramifications of all the things that are happening. So to Rob's point, Bob... Iger, yes, is was the linchpin of all of Disney, and all his devotees have basically left. Bob Iger was the guy that was running the theme parks, and he was like, I'm coming in, and he's the heir apparent. And no doubt he is uh, falling to the sh- uh, shareholders because, Tim, the big picture is if you give this to her now, that changes unions and regulations for everything. Because remember – right. They're fighting for the next agreement and to streaming. So Disney Plus, which is a property that's making Disney a ton of money, if you have to pay Scarlett Johansson out and you got to pay everybody out, this is the precedence that sets it up going because the ecosystem is, Tim, you make a movie. You get the back end. You get money off of the release on the theaters. You get a cut when it goes to DVD. You get a cut when it goes to streaming, and you get a cut when it goes to cable. And those that's the ecosystem. And then from there, you pay your agent, you pay your people, and everything is teetered on this pyramid, as you mentioned before, where I was supposed to give you my money. When you take that block away and you put Scarlett Johansson's like this, they're going to go after her so hard. It's unbelievable because if that goes through, the whole landscape of, of entertainment, basically, while streaming's are not worth it, then they just cut all streaming completely but that, and go, that's well, my just... question but that's my question where are we in five years where do you see i, I think disney the well, movie delivery? I, I, do we have streaming do we have theater like where yes are we? so we're getting to the point right now where it is going to force disney's hand because disney is now and the bean crunchers are going through all the stuff for suicide squad shang chi they're going to look at clifford they are look at everything that's come out in the last next four months and say hey Scott Johansson, your movie did really well compared to the Fast 9 movie, and that went straight to movie theaters, not to mm-hmm. streaming at all. Your movie's going to compare to Shang-Chi in the theaters. They're going to basically go, look at all the movies that came out that bombed. You look at G.I. Joe, like that made no money. You look at all the, like, uh, Stillwater made nothing. At the end of the day, the theaters are really taking a beating. 
And Disney would be like, hey, we did the best we could. You still made more money than all the movies that's come out since. So I I imagine that they're going to fight this tooth and nail, have every entertainment lawyer in the whole world fighting against her. And there's a reason why The Rock is not putting a lawsuit in. There's a reason why... There's rumors of Emily, uh, uh, Emily, uh, Emily Blunt, Emma Stone. Emma, Stone. Emma Stone, but Emma Stone hasn't really done anything yet. The only right. person is Johansson because this is her last Disney paycheck, her yeah, last yeah. big movie. Everyone else is not going to rock the boat because you don't want to also <laughs> be the person that, you know, I guess from a, it seemed difficult to work with in an industry that's basically now just Disney, like Netflix and Warner Brothers. If you knock out one of the big three and they're like, you're difficult to work with, she'll never make a Disney movie ever again. So this is a very calculated play on her end. Disney is going to come out and say, well, you made $20 million. She's going to say, well, I could have made 50. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we look at it going, well, $20 million is still pretty good. And the, the views of public opinion, no one's going to cry about, oh, Scarlett has only made $20 million for a movie. They're going to go... You know, unless she made five, and then we're like, well, you could be paid them more, more money. But uh, unless this lawsuit goes into fruition and Scarlett Johansson gets walt like wins, everything's going to name status quo until the next strike, and then we'll see what happens. Uh, Rob, to your point, we don't know till the next writer strike happens because yeah. every time they go on a strike, they fight for their union representatives, and eventually that will peter on. So. She's yeah, bringing it's, to, uh, it's a big situation. She's That's bringing to she's bringing to light the issue, right, Stu? Like she's bringing to light the issue in a public forum. You're right. I'm not saying she's going to win the case. And it's it's, it's a once in a lifetime situation because again, this mm-hmm. is a pandemic, right? But the so, next pandemic, yeah. but the next pandemic. And to Rob's point, the streaming services are getting larger and larger. So Disney films a movie. You know, you sign on Disney films a movie. They think that this is going to be the next big thing post-production they're like i don't know our streaming numbers are a little bit low let's move this to streaming it's going to be good if you're that main actor to have written something in your contract in case that happens right the reason well, I ask where we that, find right? ourselves in five years though is because there are a number of movies that are being specifically filmed written for uh hbo max namely batgirl being the big one that we've heard of so far um where uh jk simmons uh, is about to come back and reprise his role as commissioner gordon for the background movie so warner brothers is looking at making a bunch of movies and throwing i think static shock was is one of them this is going to throw it strictly on to hbo max with oh and tim's gone ahead and broken his place um and and so i i I do think streaming though i think streaming changes i think it will change the method and and how we're going to be getting our movies and i think at some point some of these companies are going to start to, you're going to, Paramount Plus is not going to last, right? I think you're, you're looking at the Disney, the Netflix, and, and HBO Max. Those are the top three. Everything else is going to be their content uh, eaters. Things are going to build um, but you, but you look at, up. But you look at what Netflix does. You get paid all the front end right off the bat. Like the Ryan Reynolds, right. the Rock, the Gal Gadot's for that new movie they have. They're being paid front end. Anyone who does a Netflix film, what they did is, you know you're not getting ticket sales. We're just going to pay you a lot of money up front. Yep. The streaming service will do the same. They'll just adjust the contracts to say, this is what you're going to be paid for this service, and that's it. And most of these young coming actors would be like, hey, I want something better than nothing. I'll take it. Yeah. To your point, Tim, Scarlett Johansson's suing because it violates her contract. Right. And it's it's um and again, that's surprising because we talked about yesterday. I'm surprised that Disney didn't do what Warner Brothers did, just pay them all out and be like, you know what, we're gonna do this, but we're gonna give you the money based on this movie making x amount of money 
Right. So yeah, that is the Disney interest, and because again, they could have saved themselves as much. Quiet. Yeah, it and also in terms of lawyers, they probably would have saved the amount of money, the same amount of money in terms of lawyers' fees as you would <laughs> fighting Scarlett Johansson. So this is this is that's 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 it. But we'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens in five years, Rob. To your point, we could again they're. The streaming services will eventually gobble each other up, so we'll only have three at the end of the day anyway. So it's just a matter of which of the three. Yeah. I'm going to move on to uh, Fandom. Hey, guys. Fandom. We talk about Fandom all the time on the Heroes World Psychic Show, the main podcast. Um, and my question is this to you, my esteemed colleagues. Uh, fans are demanding to see the air cut of the Suicide Squad. It's never going to happen. As I said last week, on the What I Miss show, yeah, dumb. Uh, stop begging for it to come out on Thursday this week. It's not happening. Shut up. Um, but they're also bashing He-Man and Kevin Smith uh, because they don't like what they've done to Tila's hair. I don't know. I don't know what the hell the problem is. But the fandom has definitely evolved. Um, and it can be a bit crazy. Do you guys think, though, that fandom as a term, as a movement, has it changed because of the pandemic? Because everybody was kind of forced to be at home and start consuming all of this content that maybe they weren't wouldn't have done normally under normal working circumstances and now do you think that the term fandom has is is changed um pretty much forever what do you think tim timmy Oof, that's a very weird question rob well, uh, that weird i mean okay no, I here, my great next question, question rob great question um, great Stifler's question. mom yeah. was she a triple d or do you think there might have been enough in there uh, no, I don't know, man. I think I think it's the same. I think it's just social media in general that's bringing people together. And I think uh, the streaming services that are releasing things in batches and we're getting so used to it and consuming our stuff at, at one time. Um, no, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's fandom per se, but uh, I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot of bad stuff coming out, too. Like, I think a lot of the quality of things that have come out, like we're not too happy with. So I feel like in the past we haven't had such bombs at such a consistent rate. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like we've been panning Transformers. That was pretty bad. Masters of the Universe, I, I didn't watch your thing, but I mean, I could not stand it. And uh, looking online, it was getting smashed from reviews in, in line with what I thought about it. Um, yeah, everyone's got different opinions. Everybody's got different thoughts, you know? And I think, look, if you're getting a lot of comments on things, Odds are it's a lot of negativity. People love to jump on negative bandwagons as well, and that's getting more and more. So that that's that's all part of it. That's just part of the world. I don't know, Stu. What do you got? Let's let's look at the word fandom. Where's that coming from? Fan and what's fan? Fanatic. Like this is this is the yeah. course of what we are at this standpoint. When you are a fan, you are a fanatic of something. And I think Pat Oswalt talked about it in his last book, Zombie Spaceship Wasteland, that we are in a society now that can gather something faster than before. Back when we were younger, Tim, myself, and Rob, if we wanted to talk about John Woo films, Tim would be like, I got a laser disc, Rob's got a VHS, and you know what? I have like one also, like some weird copy of it on VHS as well. So we would have to swap in between of us, and then maybe within three weeks, we'd be able to watch all understand all three john woo movies for a kid today go online download all of it within minutes boom done you can be a john woo expert in 24 hours for us it would have taken weeks if not months to gather it and then i'd have to call sarah and sarah like maybe i have a this obscure john woo film and then i'd have to wait 
for you know Scott to send me his version from Minnesota. So just the 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 feverishness <laughs> of how fast things go now right. is the nature of this and cell phones, everything. We're a culture of now, 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 and we're used to it being so fast and so quick. So it's not a surprise that people want an air cut. It's not a surprise people want all this stuff because you're accustomed to getting it all the time when you yeah. want it how you want it there is no nothing stopping you from getting anything you want typically right now you want food uber eats doordash anything you want can come to your house no questions asked you just well, have two, to two so, things one i don't understand why way back in the day when you were asking tim and i about our john Woo movie, why it, it had to be broken arrow i don't get it out of all the movies Stu, why you chose broken arrow with christian slater and john travolta is probably his worst movie but that's fine. Uh, for whatever reason, you really uh, you, want the to the fact that, that you own it, and then and then Tim has wind talkers. I need that one. I, I need to know how that works. I'm watching it, uh, Stu, and I'm not. I'm, I can't change where I where I'm at in the VCR tape. Yeah, uh, I'll like, lose my spot. Like, you know, um, like, but this, don't you this think is though? What it is. But don't you think though that because like I feel like the discourse on Twitter surrounding pop cultural events, whether they're movies, comics, storylines, I feel like it's gotten the vitriol has increased since the pandemic started and I, I kind of feel like all you know not a lot of it but a, a good portion of that is from new fans who have just started to binge watch all of these seasons or just kind of consume this stuff like look at i don't know if either one of you guys watched tiger king but that was like the biggest thing last you know uh last mm. may may of 2020 mm. everybody was like tiger king tiger king and everybody started watching it and you know exploded in this whole entire thing nick cage was going to be in a movie he finally said oh this is ridiculous i'm out um but Kate McKinnon still going I'll do, for it with I'll her movie. I'll do jujitsu instead. Right. Yeah, I'm going to do oh, pig. But, right choice. Right choice. Right choice. Um, <laughs> but but I just feel like because people were forced to be home, they were consuming all this, and now that they've got themselves a voice into this subset of of geek culture that they would never have their toes into, and generally they're the ones that are kind of banging the drums, causing and stirring the to, shit more to than be the fair. other. People. To be fair, this is this be bad behavior is not just on the internet. It is at restaurants. It is where we go out into the world. People are having bad behavior because the pandemic. People are pissed about all the things. If you go to a restaurant, people are yelling because the food's not fast enough, or they have to wear a mask or not wear a mask, or someone's not doing this or someone else doing that. We have lost a lot of the ability to navigate with other human beings because we've been trapped in our homes for so long. Right. But it is something where people. Look at America with airports or bus terminals or whatever yeah. it is. People right now feel that they have been wronged, and now it's time to fight back like every 80s movie that has happened to it. So this it's is not as good. To them, it's good. Because again, they, they are they are the Hans Gruber to this situation. They think they're the good guy. So but like this is the thing. Like I, I agree with you, Rob. The the fans are really because they were able to catch up and watch a lot of stuff, but again. It's because of the pandemic in terms of we are just all pissed off that we've lost this or didn't do that. So you got to channel that rage and outlet to somewhere. So this is where we're at. Yeah, and I, um, and I will say, yeah. Rob, if I can, just one thing, because Stu no. touched upon it. There's so much choice. There's so much option. There's uh, there's there's just – it's an overabundance of options that we have. And I, I'll just liken this like Stu was talking when we were young. But, um, you know, when – you first started being able to get those uh, Game Boy Advance cartridges that had like the 200 games in one yep. or like a Super Nintendo cartridge with like yeah. 200 games or like you had, you know, once we start being able to burn CDs with like tons of games before that time, you got a game on Christmas and a game on your birthday. 
it didn't matter how sucky that game was or how hard that game was. You played that game for the next six months because that like the next one you were getting wasn't. And my birthday's in February. So I had to wait 10 months before Christmas came around before I got the next game. If you right. didn't pick a good game, it didn't matter. You played it, you consumed it, you enjoyed the hell out of it, no matter how bad it was. The minute those cartridges came out with 200 games, I don't think I finished a game for the rest of my life. I would play. The second it got a slight bit boring, boop, switch, play the next game. That's what's happening now. You're just over consumed. You're, you're over emburdened with like so many different options, right? That you're just like the minute I see something wrong, I switch out. <laughs> so, uh, no, I agree with you. Are, apparently the people who are watching and commenting have no clue what the hell we're talking about. No. Uh, they, in fact, are most of them are saying that they're going to need to rewind the episode because they're having their own devolved chat. Right now, they're currently stuck in a 90s time loop uh going on about flannel shirts uh amazing rock bands maybe funnel cakes and uh scott thinks we might be saving and solving world hunger so i think this is going to be quite the interesting night so i'm gonna i'm gonna change up a little bit venom 2 trailer dropped today did either one of you knuckleheads happen to see it yeah, you did there's... yeah what'd you guys think just as bad as venom 1 nah. <laughs> like what are we hoping for here liked... I, why, why is there a, why is there a sequel to this just well, because it made, made a, a lot of money shit China, ton of Tim. money. <laughs> made a lot of money in China, Tim. Well, and because yeah, guess what? This movie doesn't need the English language to really bring it to the next level. Um, yeah, you just yeah. need action sequences like Transformers. And surprisingly enough, if English is not your first language, you can still enjoy this movie. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people probably will probably better, be televised on the Filipino channel after your podcast. Maybe. No dubs necessary. No. So, uh, yeah. I thought this, the trailer uh, actually looked a lot better than the first trailer they released. I, I, we obviously saw way more of Carnage. Carnage. Listen, here's the reality. We are not getting the Carnage and Venom that we grew up to. I mean, every time I think of Carnage, I think of that Super Nintendo game, Maximum Carnage. I loved that game. It was based off yeah. of the, the storyline. We're not getting that Carnage. Uh, okay, fine. But we're also, uh, the plus side, was we're not getting that really goofy Woody Harrelson looking like Carrot Top uh, curly wig from the end of Venom 1. That being said, I don't know if you guys noticed it or not, but at the very end of the trailer, it said only in theaters this fall. It They took out their date. Do you think that's an interesting marketing? Do you think somebody screwed up or do you think, oh, shit, we might be moving this movie again? Moving it again. 100%. Moving? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're pivoting in case things get really wrong. Uh, right. You know, that, that makes so much sense for them uh, because we talked about the podcast they don't know what's happening with with the the COVID rates in america and what's happening right so i think they're just doing the smart thing and uh yeah rob to your point i hear the green jelly song from maximum carnage now so thank you very much now it's stuck in my head i'm not gonna get rid of it there's a there's a song in maximum carnage the midi that's right. now stuck in my head well Thanks. hey let me tell you that one is the loneliest number, Stu. Now you can have that earworm. No, green jelly is too strong. It's too much in my head. And yeah, the chat's not talking about funnel cake. God, I miss the CNE. Yes, uh, go with him. CNE. Wait, where's the best funnel cake? I think we can all agree it's Wonderland. Wonderland has the best funnel cakes. We talking about the yeah. CNE. CNE has some good funnel cake, man. I don't. Man. I don't. I wouldn't trust any food from the CNE. Like, dude, you go there for the you had. I went there for every year. I go there and have the stupid food, whether it's the cheeseburger that's made with the patties of the two Krispy Kreme donuts, or the deep fried eclair, or the deep fried butter, deep fried Mars bar, crickets. 
I've, I have all the gimmicks every year. Do you have a problem? Do you just not like your colon? Is this what I'm like? Your internal organs? Or are you just saying I don't give a shit about you guys? I, I play He's a lot building of immunity, Rob. He's building. I play immunity. a lot of football. Yeah. <laughs> I I I, uh, I stand in I stand in net. I'm a goalie, so I just I just want to eat and stand there with all that food. Bad. Of course you are, because you wouldn't be able to run as a forward. You'd be like, no, no. I just put my hands out. That's it. That's it. That's that's it. <laughs> Great. Um, so we talked earlier before Stu came on about Tim being part of the Fight Insight podcast. We talked about obviously it's an MMA type of a podcast. So listen, movies have been, uh, you know, in the last 15 years, you've had a bunch of fighters transition from the squared circle or the octagon. You know, we talk, you can say obviously The Rock is being one of the bigger ones. Uh, Hulk Hogan didn't do that great after Surf Ninja. Um, no holes barred Surf Ninjas, and then he was out. Um, but we also have Rocky. He has Rocky. Dave Okay, Thunderlips. We have Dave Batista. We have Randy Couture, uh, Gina Carano, um, Ronda Rousey. Um, where? So I guess my question to you guys is: Can can athletes, or I guess more, can fighters successfully transition into acting, or is this more of like a gimmick where you get like the occasional decent one? I'm going to say actually, Dave Batista is probably one of the best actors that has come out of that. Um, obviously, John Cena is in the upcoming Suicide Squad this week. Was in Fast Nine last week. Um, so what do you guys think? Okay, Tim, you're the expert on this. It, can fighters successfully transition into acting? Um, you know, if you're in the WWE, WWF, right, that job acting is a primary skill. Some would say more important than your athletic skill at points, right? So being able to sell yourself, being able to develop a character, stuff like that, especially the old school wrestlers, right? They had that talent. The Rock definitely had that talent and that's where he is now. Um, MMA fighters, ugh, it's been a tough go for them. You know, they, their job is not to, to put on an act and put on a show, right? Their job is only to fight. Gina Carano being presumably maybe one of the most successful. I mean, you had Randy Couture in The Expendables. Uh, you've got you know, different fighters taking on bit roles here and there. Um, Keith Jardine, the Dean of Mean, he's actually a side character in a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he yeah, does he's a, a job. He's a guy off into the back who you, he's like the bouncer yeah, or, or yeah. whatever who gets his ass kicked usually towards the second half of the movie, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it depends. It depends on the different types of roles that you can take and whether they build you right. Remember, The Rock started with very small roles, like small, small uh, movies and things like that. So, they took the time to develop him. I think now too many people see The Rock and go, "Oh, I should be headlining a, a, a movie. I should be, I should be a superstar." And they go for the big roles right away. Batista has managed to do it. Um, but then again, you look at the roles that he took on. Um, Man with the Iron Fist. What was that movie? Was it Man with the Iron Fist? He was in that one. Um, and yeah. then uh, you know, and then even if you say Guardians of the Galaxy, which definitely brought his star power up he was just mumbling through that movie, right? Like he wasn't a, oh, he wasn't I a big, that, man. I thought, no, he's, I love him. I think he's great, but I think he took the right roles to get there. But uh, it depends. It depends on the kind of person you are and whether you've got that talent and whether you take the right roles to build you up slowly. Stu? Uh, yes. To build upon Tim point, uh, to be a professional wrestler, the mic skill is one of the most crucial, the best wrestlers who transitioned into acting that's improv. You're up there. You're engaging with the crowd. The best of them have that ability to really be able to speak. And, and they do really well after in their careers, whether it's hosting or other things. Because, again, to be able to command that crowd. And the outliner is The Rock, to Tim's point. Like, he is 
the one that was able to transition smoothly to that, whether it was his cameo in Star Trek Voyager where he rock bottomed someone <laughs> in the, in the right. pit, or whether it was the CGI version of him in the Scorpion King. And he slowly developed his plan and the work ethic that he had in order to become the greatest, you know, professional wrestler tra- who moved over. There are lots of guys who have tried John Cena edge, um, you know, there's uh, Roman Reigns. There's, the list goes on, but none of them have the ability because, again, a lot of their nuance as a professional wrestler is not necessarily their mic skills, but their their ability to be menacing on screen. Even with Dave Bautista, a lot of that was about menacing, and that doesn't always translate to movies. There's only so many times you can be menacing on that. Well, to, the J- I- to the UFC portion of it, um, I think it's really difficult for them to get into that space. God bless them. They get screwed, and Tim can talk to this on probably this past podcast. They get screwed so much on money that that, that they either you make nothing or they basically get blackballed because of uh, a person that we're not going to name names being a dick. Uh, but you know, there's a, a guy who used to run things, and he's now running things, and now whatever. You, you can put the dots together. Uh, if you go on his bad side, then you're done. So this right. is this is the monopoly they have, and they don't feel the need to push people up to get them that level because they throw them out like dispensable like pez every single time. Uh, this person hurt, bring in the next person. So they're not about building about property. That's the nice thing about professional wrestling is you can build a stable of people and get five years of a wrestler, whether it's Randy Orton or whether it's you know, and and the comments GSP like he's an, an anomaly outside of that. Like he's transitioned. Well, he's not to- really acting though. He's just he's just doing. <laughs> he's basically being himself and yeah, backtrack the leaper, which is also yes. French. So yes. it worked out that way. But yes, yeah. to your point, he transitioned just because the the role fit him perfectly. But in terms of, you know, he was also an anomaly because he was a great fighter that consistently won. But there are many fighters who are like boxers, one and done, and that's it. And you know they don't have opportunities to carry on after after fighting because they're not allowed to build up that portfolio because the UFC owns everything. They were able before to do stuff on your pants. Nope, you don't get to do pants. You can't yeah. do this. You can't. You can't do Bitcoin. You can't do this. You can't do that. So that's a bigger conversation. But yes. Well, I like what Fraser put though because I was actually thinking like John Cena. I, for me, I'm going to tell you like I I think Dave Batista has transitioned to an actor quite well. I mean. I thought his turn in Blade Runner 2049 was really cool. It was very subdued. Like, I mean, mm. it was a very small role right off the bat, the first 10 minutes. But, you know, Dave has gone on to say, listen, I've taken an acting class. I was like, I don't want to be The Rock. I don't know if him and The Rock have a beef. He's like, I'm not an action no. guy. I'm not out there. Yeah. I want to be an actor or a thespian. I will say John Cena is funny as heck. Man, he yeah. is killed on Saturday Night Live when he's appeared. He he killed in um, Cock Blockers, which is a, a hilarious yeah. movie. And uh, even in Bumblebee, where he was playing like over the top and maybe potentially a prototype of what we're going to see in the peacemaker stuff. I think he's done a fantastic job. His turn in F9 is shit. I'm, like, I'm just going to call it. Is right it now. really? Oh, right. he's horrible. Yeah, he's playing. You know, this. It's, it's a serious role though, right? Well, like, but He should play to his strengths and his strengths yeah. are comedy yeah. and uh, our comedy and almost like a no, not like just kind of uh, uh, not dumb, but kind of so, he's got blinders on where he can't see. Like that was his strengths, right? Like I think you're going to see in the peacemaker, he's going to be really hilarious in that. His mm. comedy skills are great. His yeah. action skills though, as like a badass, are shite. And I, I you know, move on John's going to leave that to the rock or, or Batista. But that's Every, but that's why but that's, why but that's why yeah. he's the good guy, right? He probably doesn't have the act the 
acting skills, even in wrestling, to be the heel, right? He's always been the good guy. He's 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 a guy that forever has been the good guy. And the only time I think in wrestling history when he was trying to be the heel was when The Rock came back out of retirement and had that little bit of a beef with him. And, and the, I mean, the only way you can make anybody a bad guy is when they're going up against The Rock, right? Because the people will side with The Rock a million times out of a million. So Well, he's a people's champion, Tim. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do want to say as well to Stu, um, you know, in terms of MMA, in terms of fighting and in terms of money they make, whether or not you believe that they don't get paid a lot, which is it's in debate. Um, Dana White has come out and said to fighters that fighting, you know, fighting in the UFC, fighting in MMA is not a career, it's an opportunity. And fighters need to understand that before they get in thinking, where's my big money? Not everyone makes it in any sport, you know, that the percentage of people that make it big is not. But he has come out and said, this is not a career. This is an opportunity. You're going to do it for a few years. You're not going to make a ton of money. You need to set yourself up some other way, right? This is something. And you need to go into that thinking that you can't just come in demanding big money. They, 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 yeah, the person that Sean Bannon named uh, has basically done what the K-pop bands have basically done. It's like, you, we own you. You don't get any opportunities to do anything else outside of this. And that's the way things go. Because, again, you were able to do years ago to do side hustles and deals and do sponsorships. But if the UFC has an official this, you, you cannot do anything else with it. But, yeah, you're, to your point. Yeah. You're yeah. allowed to do things out. You're allowed to do things outside. Just it's and that clothing stuff and all that. That's only during fight week. Only during fight week are you are you mandated to wear the kits and stuff like that and to the and to the cage and, and all that. But outside of that, they can get all the sponsors they want. You can promote all the protein drinks and supplements you want to your heart's content. It's it's a tough gig, man. It's a tough gig. It's it's a super tough gig, and to your point. Yeah, if, if he says it's not a money opportunity, it, it's it. But again, I'm sure that if they wanted to make the lives of these athletes a little more comfortable, they could amend some of the rules, uh, a.k.a. union, rules, regulations, th different things. But that's a whole different conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. about MMA. It's another conversation, and I, but I'll end off same just Same thing to be said about professional wrestling. So both are yeah. the same boat. Both the but same for, boat. But for, anybody, but for anybody that argues about fighter pay in the UFC, ask them if they have any T-shirts or if they bought the last pay-per-view. MMA fans don't buy a lot of swag, buy a lot of gear and stuff like that. It's different than like the NBA and all that, right? You go around and ask someone, do you have a UFC t-shirt? Almost nobody. Well, they don't right? wear jerseys, but yeah. It's, but know. they do, you could buy their fight kit, you could buy anything, you could buy stuff to support. Uh, yeah. It's tough. Anyways. Um, hey, so I'm going to talk to you about something that's kind of pissing me off now, and that is, right. dude, we talked about this yesterday in the podcast, uh, about the toys, the spoilers. We talked about Lego and, and yeah. the hot toys spoiling a lot of these movies coming out. I'm just going to call it out. This shit happening with Spider-Man No Way Home is now getting to be absolutely atrocious. Um, uh, they just released some more figures, like yep. Marvel Select released some more figures today. Yep. I didn't send it to you, Rob. Yep. I know. Um, I saw I'm it. Now, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to say it to Rob. Yeah, I'm just getting irritated at this point. It this is, this is ridiculous. Uh, where when are we? Uh, I'm just going to be a big baby about it. I don't give a shit. When are we getting the trailer? It, this movie is supposed to be coming out in in what four months? Four maybe five months? And we don't have a trailer. We we don't have a teaser. We have nothing. All we have is a goddamn title, and we have a whole bunch of toys that have spoiled all, like three different costumes so far. What is happening? When are we getting the trailer? And 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 when am I going to see it? Because now Hold I'm just getting irritated on it. 
for those that don't know, what what are the toys? Do we have a picture? To you, show don't people or what? you don't want to You don't want to. You don't. No, you don't I don't. Wanna... I didn't. Uh, I didn't I'm upload any photos because the problem is, is I have a lot of photos that you probably don't want me to upload, and yeah, it, okay. it's widescreen. Well, it, the government it, it, doesn't want you to upload them, Rob. But, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot, a lot of um, integrated toys, not only for uh, the different the toys show, I have on my yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of things, a lot of things. Um, okay, but where are we? Where's my trailer? That's my question, guys. Where is my trailer? Shang Chi. That's gonna come out in Shang Chi. That's your prediction. September. Really? We're almost there. We're we're like we're August, aren't we? September. Guess I've never seen the trailer. Then what do you mean? It's gonna be in Shang Chi. They're, they're gonna really see with the movie. No. Yeah, Rob. I, it doesn't matter. We're all going to watch Spider Man, anyways. <laughs> Yeah, it, but it, it does not matter. Everybody is going to go watch Spider-Man. The first two movies have been great. Uh, the guy is great as Spider-Man. The whole the whole universe they've set up around Spider-Man is great. It we're all going to go watch it. They get. I mean, I, I, I here's why I, I disagree. Yes, I, I'm because because I'm a fanboy and I want my shit now. I, just to harken back what we talked about earlier, I want my Uber Eats. I want my DoorDash. I want my movies. I want my trailer right now. But here's the problem, Tim, is that this is not just another Spider-Man movie. This is a multiverse movie. They've teased the multiverse in the Loki series. We know it's coming out in the multiverse and also, sorry, in the WandaVision at the very end. We know we're getting Doctor Strange 2, the multiverse of madness. All of the rumors, Alfred Molina from Spider-Man 2, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man 2 has said, oh yeah, I, I'm in. I mean, he pretty much is now disavowed by Marvel and Disney, but he's gone on record and saying, Oh, I've got all this stuff. I did this. And then computers are doing that and everything gets so much easier. We know all these things are happening. Don't you think though, that we should be, uh, they should just be saying, okay, guys, you know what? There's all this shit out there. We are just going to no. go ahead and no. you know, no, because here's the thing. You complained about this before about black widow coming out and trailer <laughs> after trailer giving too much stuff away. Just wait, because they don't know what's going to happen. So let's wait and see what Shang-Chi does. And let's see what the pandemic does to us. Because frankly, the more stuff you put out there, how many trailers have there been for, you know, Bond? At this point, I can tell you the whole damn movie. Because we've seen another Bond trailer, and another Bond trailer, and a fourth Bond trailer. You might as well, at this point, you wait this long. Why rush? You might as well wait another month. Because frankly... If you pull an audible and push this movie back another four months, you know, then you can hold out the trailer a little bit longer. This trailer number two, that because the first trailer apparently is no never ever ever gonna show either Tobey Maguire or 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 um or uh the other guy that's uh jumping off my head. Um uh the other Spider-Man. So they're uh, why am I forgetting Garfield? Garfield, yeah, Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. They're not going to show either. So trailer two will show it. So trailer one is just like, eh, here's a Spider-Man movie. So they're going to wait. Just wait. It's fine. This is like Braveheart. We just got to hold. Yeah. Pull to William Moss's, put the sticks <laughs> up, and then we're going to go. Yeah. There's no there's no worry here. Like, you know, I, I think they don't have to build. Uh, they don't have to build anticipation for this movie. They don't have to build yeah, excitement agreed. for it. They know everybody's going to watch Spider-Man. And uh, and to Stu's point, they don't know what's going to happen with release dates and stuff like that. And one of the problems with Black Widow in general was that we watched a billion trailers. I've probably watched two hours of trailers for Black Widow before it came out to the point where you're like, OK, it's almost like I don't need to watch it anymore. Like, I, I'm not going to pay the exclusive thing. I'll just wait for it to come out on Disney Plus because I've seen so much of it. It almost bothered me for Spider-Man. If they're worried that that's going to happen. Yeah, just leave this trailer alone. Just wait until you know for sure it's going to come out. It's not going to hurt sales in the least. I think that's the thing. 
All right. Uh, and before we go, guys, I have to. I just got so I got to get going. Uh, something just kind of come up. But our uh, I, this is horrible to end on because I wanted to have a really deep discussion on it. But are we oversaturating the market with superhero movies and television shows? Is it? Are we hitting a crescendo where it's just too much? There's just too much selection, too many things. We're going to miss stuff. Uh, I know that, Stu, your big phrase has got to catch them all, but is it just too much for the average person to be able to maintain? Do you want to go first, Tim, or do you want me to go? No, no, go ahead, Stu. How many cop shows do we have on TV? How many hospital shows do we have on TV? How many shows do we have about lawyers? Guess what? Every year we have a new show, uh, Law & Order, Law & Order SVU, Law & Order Criminal Intent. We have boston legal we have ever uh, we have we every year we have a new show involving police officers involving nurses or doctors comic books will just continue to go because if if it's interesting and there's a new character that can be involved they're good like i just can't imagine that we're gonna be tired of it it's not like a western where it's the same cowboy walk into a town it's just a new superhero a new perspective a new background and we're gonna go so yes to gordon csi we have how many NCIS shows are there? There's like a million of these procedurals, and you just set them and forget them. All Tim? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. The question is, is there too much? Yeah. Bro? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, man. And I think the reason why I'm going to say no to Stu's point, A, there, you know, there's hey guys, a uh, wait, there. sorry, before I interrupt you, Stu, do you have access to uh, the, 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 I do, the, I do. you do. Okay, yeah. guys, I, I, unfortunately, something's kind of come up. I'm going to have to bounce out of here. I apologize. I know this has been more of a serious conversation tonight than maybe you guys were expecting. I do appreciate everybody tuning in and watching. I'm sorry for me having to kind of abruptly leave, but I can assure you it's for good reason. I'm going to leave it off yeah. with Stu and um, with Tim. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Uh, it's Tim and Stu are going to continue care, this conversation. Brother. And I will see you guys soon. All right? Yeah. Take care, bud. So the question, I guess I'll just say my answer to you, Stu. I do agree. <laughs> as well. I, I do. I do agree, man. I think I think uh, there can never be too much because everybody's got their, their different opinions and different choices, right? Like uh, half the time, the group of us here on the podcast don't agree on what we like or don't like. And that's why we, we need more so that there's more options, more choices. Um you know, and and as always, competition breeds. What's the term? Competition breeds ingenuity, something like that. But the more you have, right? The the more competition there is out there, the better we all have to get, right? Uh, that's why that new. What did they come out with the new handheld well, video game thing? A state the Stadia thing or something? Oh, I had that saying, bomb. Uh, but no, but they're, but they're no, but hold on. But yeah. they're saying that at least now Nintendo has to go. Oh, okay, shoot, there's another handheld on the market. We got to up our thing because you guys talked about that OLED. Were you on the podcast when they talked about the new OLED yeah. model? Yeah. Nintendo's Nintendo. You, they don't do any. Don't, don't no, worry. But if there's no, yeah. yeah. But if there's no, if, if there is no competition, it definitely doesn't have to make them strive harder to do something. And they're saying that when Nintendo released the OLED, it's because they're just like, ah, there's nothing else really here. Ah, fine. Stadia is doing something. Fine. We'll put out a better screen. But they don't really need to do that much because there's no competition. That said, the more and more that we have of like shows and movies and things of the same genre or the same style, it's better for everybody because it means that someone's going to think up something better. Well, I think to, to Rob's point where he mentioned that years ago, you know, there was a category for Westerns and the Academy Awards. It was a thing that was a big deal. There was a subsect of people that loved Westerns and spaghetti Westerns and whatnot, and that kind of dissipated. And I think a lot of reporters and actor uh, reporters asked Spielberg and asked um yeah spielberg specifically about 
you know, are these superhero things a fad? Are we going to get tired of it? And I think he said, yeah, it's going to be a time where there's too much saturation. And I think Kevin Feige pivoted and went, hey, we're going to make a new show in a different type. And that's we see that in fruition. Every one of these Marvel shows are completely different than each other. Yes, the, the superheroes are kind of there, but we've had, you know, a weird sitcom TV show, WandaVision. We had an action adventure movie uh, and and um, Falcon Wear Soldier. We have, you know, a weird timey-wimey Doctor Who space adventure in Loki. We're going to have another gritty street drama in Hawkeye. You know, a woman, you know, young girl, immigrant story in uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, a legal, uh, back to a legal drama with, yes. she, like, She-Hulk. And then we're going to have, like, a weirdo, like, the, like, Moon Knight show. So, again, like, these things are, as long as you pivot just a teeny bit to give it a new flavor... You know, it's kind of like Coke. It's like, well, there's a there's a Diet Coke. Here's a Coke Zero. Here's a Coke with cherry. Here's a like you can add different flavors to it, but still the same product, but just a teeny bit different. I think uh, I think someone may be angry that the inmates are running the asylum here. Oh, this is great. We should do this. And, uh, ah, let's, there it let's is. Let's not See? stop this. Let's keep Daddy, on going for an hour. For an hour. Oh. What's up, dudes? Oh, wait, let's go, keep man. on going. When does this thing end, John? I think it's at the midnight. We'll just keep on going. It's, it's, keep on it's good to end now if you guys got to go. But uh, unfortunately, I hope I hope everything's cool with Rob. I heard that. Rob, he Rob is fine. Where's Rob is fine. Oh, yeah, he, he had something important here to pull up, uh, so it's fine. But uh, that's yeah, it, we do, that's it. We do wish Rob all the best. And hope yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, good job, guys. It's, it's, you know. yeah, I came in late, so don't say good job. It's all Tim. Tim holding it down. I, I came in tardy as well, so uh, I have I have nothing going on. But yeah, uh, it's a sidekick insight fight podcast or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really the the Tim and Rob show with uh, with latecomer Stu. So that's that's it. You no, know, you guys look at look at how many people are watching. That's great. Keep going, keep going. I'm just here to listen. What uh, else? No, but, but, else? No, <laughs> no, but, but I, I think there's interesting because you know with we've talked about it before with streaming. It's all about driving content, and at this point. I think I, I heard Bruce Green on a, on a pot, uh, on one of his streams talked about it, and he made a really good thing. It's like the Marvel shows are very much like pop music; like you just listen to it and you can watch it, and there's no thing. And like some of the CW shows are like ska; like either you you are into it or not into it. And I can't, and you don't tell someone to listen to ska; they just find it on their own. It's like that's that's kind of the thing. Like Arrow, Arrow's like a ska band. You found it on your own, and if you love it, you love it. But it's not like Tim. You should watch this show. You'd be like, uh, that's that's a little bit weird for me, buddy. Like, it's not not for me. I'm not a ska guy." But it was yeah. kind of one of those things where I'm like, "That's a really good kind of like synopsis of these shows." It's like a lot of the CW shows are a niche kind of thing where if you love it, you really love it. But the Marvel ones seem to be capturing everyone's attention because they're very for tentpole. Do you think but that's? kind of off or yeah no I, no I agree with you but I also think that they've done a good job in making us realize that you have to watch everything like mm -hmm. everything is interconnected from the very mm -hmm. beginning of when they've made this universe they have made it very clear that everything is connected and mm -hmm. we're going to show you the little links and the little you know the little chains that connect to one another and we're going to put little cameos in here and there and you can't go watch a movie without watching the other ones because you need to watch it. And with these Disney Plus TV shows, they've done a great job in saying, okay, we're going to release this for this you know, period of time. We're going to give you a little break, go spend some time with the family. And then next month, boom, we're going to hit you. And now you got to get sucked into this one. And I'll tell you, even though I did not enjoy WandaVision 
near the end, I, I was I was liking it at the beginning, but near the end, I was kind of sick of it. Yeah, Loki, pretty much sick of it from the very. You were like all in at the beginning, buddy. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> like, like, first, I love this first, show. Yeah, the first. And then he's couple, like, no, I don't love it no more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but but did I watch every single episode? Yes, right. Did my wife sit there and watch every episode with me? Yeah, we know that it's not the greatest, but we're like, okay, but we know we got to watch it because it's going to lead into something else. And so they've done a really great job in doing that. And and to be fair, they have put in the quality, they've put in the production value, they've gotten the stars, they've gotten the the writing and stuff like that. And we know that it's leading somewhere. So uh, you, you keep sticking with it. But yeah, but then, then the CW shows, like you're saying, Stu, right? Like some of those, whew, like, I don't know any, I don't know anybody that watches Black Lightning, but damn, did I love that show. Uh, I love Black Lightning. <laughs> yep. I can't find anybody that has nope. watched it. No, nope. nobody. But, but, but when nobody you do, it's one. like, it's like finding that person that truly gets you. You're like, ah, you're I'm waiting to it. find that person, Stu. I'm waiting to see it, anybody that has it's, watched it's Black your, Lightning. It's your, as we joked last week, you're trying to make Fletch happen. It's a thing that you're trying to fetch happen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it, yeah, the, the joke, the inside joke of all, all the stuff. John is coming in uh, for the Ted Lasso heads. Lust conquers all. So he's he's uh, he survived the vote off. That's why John's here and Rob is gone. So those who are watching uh, <laughs> Ted Lasso at home, which season two is on right now. So, Tim, if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, get on it. It's I am, it's, I am all into AP bio right now. Have you seen that? I have seen AP Bio, but oh, not not happy with that. Eh? It's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I I like it a lot. I uh, I think it's good, but um, I I love as I you already already mentioned uh, uh, Patton Oswalt, so I love Patton Oswalt. So yeah, already it's Modoc in, it's Modoc in full human form. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I cannot sell enough uh, Ted Lasso. So if the the group uh, on the chat have is not watching Ted Lasso, uh, please do. It is my favorite show. Uh, I love it, and uh, it's season two is happening right now. Episode two came out, and I was dying. It's great, nice. and uh, it is yeah, everything you'd want. There've been wonderful articles written about it about how it's uh, it's given new perspective in terms of masculinity and all these different things about what what an alpha male is and all this. And it is is a joy to watch. And uh, Brent Goldstein, as John shows right there, is Roy Keane, and he is the best. It's like if you watch it, you'll just love it. They, they they just do such a good job of of uh making all the strong male and female characters interact without making it seem too ridiculous. So yeah. And if you like a little bit of European football, John, it'll teach you about soccer. It'll be you're does, great. You have the same you have the same knowledge of soccer. I was, I was gonna get Sarah to do that. <laughs> oh god, Sarah, she can't do it. I'll do it for Sarah. I'll take the yes. bullet for her. She she she'll she might might physically. I, I was gonna, I was going to ask in soccer is there you know how players have stats is there a kick percentage like a percentage if you're running to the ball and you're just going to straight up miss kicking the ball do, do, do players have a kick percentage they, there's advanced metrics John in terms of how much yeah. you run kilometer wise <laughs> I'm sure they capture that too so yeah. they 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 do tell you how many how much kilometers each player runs in each game so they go to the nanite of of how how like for that because again a lot of money in soccer. Or football in uh, in Europe. So yeah, John, we gotta get you to do a football movie, uh, a soccer movie. So uh, I just have to pick out the right one for you. What's Maybe a soccer we'll... movie? She's she's the man. Is that a soccer movie? You gotta watch the Mean Machine. I watch man. that. <laughs> Go watch the I think Mean she's Machine. She's the man. Is a soccer Mean Machine? <laughs> mean Machine is amazing. Oh. Yeah. Oh man, we're gonna yeah we're gonna uh, I think Victory Decent is the movie we have to watch. 
is the movie we're going to watch with you, John, with uh, with Sylvester Stallone is in this movie. Uh, and also Pele is in this movie. Which and movie? Uh, Victory. Uh, it's oh, a, it's Victory. A... Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, John. We have to watch. We have to watch Victory. You have to watch Victory because then you could do your Stallone. That's it. You can do your Stallone. It's, it's not as good as Rob's with Measle. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think it's a it's a good plan for you. So Victory. Oh my God! Look at that, Michael. It's uh yeah, it's it's Michael Pele. Michael Kane. It's Michael, Michael Kane's in there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's. What a what a what a weird Michael Caine, Stallone, Pele, and a whole bunch of people with no pictures on their IMDb. Yeah, Max von Soy, like because you know it's it's a different time back then, John. They didn't have headshots. Yeah, there's no such it. thing as IMDb back then. They didn't need to worry about it. Yeah, they weren't worried about doing that. Yeah, or or yeah, Fraser's mentioned Shallon Soccer. There are there. You probably you've already seen Shallon Soccer. And ladybugs. Yeah. Oh, oh. yes, yes. Hold on, Shaolin. If you want to watch a movie about that truly represents soccer, you watch Shaolin Soccer. Oh, gorgeous. R.I.P. R.I.P. To you, Jonathan Brandis. Uh, at, uh, Quest DSV. Uh, one of my one of my secret shows I loved so much as a kid. They had a dolphin. Damn it, that spoke to people. That was so stupid. <laughs> it was all show that was underwater. Sequest. She's the man has a soccer ball in the poster. Yeah. So yeah. I think yes, we have she, to put that next. He does play soccer with <laughs> Tatum. So that's a thing. So, Vin, yeah. Vinnie Jones is in this. Any movie with soccer in it has to have Vinnie Jones in it. Yeah. yeah he's like the most famous soccer playing actor <laughs> in Hollywood. 100%. Yep. 100%. That, that's him. So he's made yeah. it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think I don't know why you're laughing. This is this your things. Uh, yeah. This this is what happens. So, all right, John, you want to wrap this up for us? Uh, we can. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna pander to the chat uh, as we keep on talking. As Gord mentions, yes, Jonathan Brandis, yes. yes, we're on the same. We're always on the same wavelength, Gord. Yeah, look at this. It's like you guys have ESPN. Look at you too. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, folks. Thank you guys for filling in. Um, and taking care of things. Uh, hopefully, Rob, everything is good with him. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, th I think that's it. So please tune in to uh, tomorrow. Andre's got what's new at the shop, uh, bear bearing uh, any shipping incidents. Um, so we have been known to have the worst luck when it comes to couriers. Um, so hopefully that will happen. Otherwise, he'll just be on the video going, mm -hmm. uh, nothing came in. Uh, and then uh, Wednesday, he's got a great interview with uh, Ho Chi Anderson uh, and his Luke Cage uh, book coming up. And he's also author, creator of a lot of other books that you probably um, did not know that he wrote. So very, very interesting fella. Um, and that's going to be live premiering at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. And then Thursday, we're going to be back with the news uh, without Rob again. So I don't know. What's, it's it's going to be crazy summer, folks. And we're almost and it's almost done. It's almost over. Um, Tim, when, what's coming up on Fight Insight this week? Uh, this week? We have well. Last week on Friday, we dropped a really good episode with uh, Elise Little Savage Anderson, who's a uh, Adam Weight fighter. She's over in One FC and she's fighting in their big Grand Prix tournament uh, on September third. So that was awesome uh, getting to meet her. Um, and this week we have Canadian fighter Malcolm X Gordon. He's a UFC fighter. Just won his first UFC fight a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and then we have a few more people booked. The one that I'm extremely excited, um, and maybe I shouldn't announce this before we actually get it going, but uh, we've got a, a ring announcement for the first yes. time. Well, 
secret guest. It's a ring announcer, and we've never had a ring announcer, and I'm so excited to speak to him. And it's uh, one of my favorites. It's uh, I won't say the name, so I don't want to jinx it. I don't want anything to tease it out. Tease it. But very excited. Very excited. And uh, you want to you want to get on there. You want to sub, folks. They're at one thirty, so we got to get them. We got to get them up there. More people should be watching this. Yeah. Yeah, So definitely give give Tim a good sub. Yeah. Thanks, man. Fight Insight podcast and Stu, what do we what do we got coming up uh, Sunday? Heroes World podcast. Uh, we have a lot of options right now. It all depends on <laughs> what panelists can watch. Uh, I know oh, someone. No, we're, 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 we're doing we're doing the one movie. We already put it off for one week, so he's getting. The whole week uh, yeah, we're gonna it, we're so. gonna see what people can do. Uh, I I am a, a slave to other people's schedules. I have all the time in the world to see all these things, but I'm waiting for other people to catch up. Is one is so, one of the option is one of the options Kingdom. The new Kingdom uh, movie that dropped. Ooh, I'm not familiar uh, with that. No, well, we, we 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 can te- we know we're we 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 have been talking about Fast Nine uh, either this oh, week or next week. Okay. We're going to talk nine. about Fast Nine. Yeah, I think I think Fast Nine is for sure going to be on the docket, and we'll see what what else drops. Uh, Suicide Squad. We're not sure about lining up schedules and things like that. Um, so I, I know Suicide for sure Squad Fast is Nine drop. is on it because yeah. boy, oh boy, that was a that was a time. You're was, yeah. <laughs> Not time. good for not good. Uh, I think before you got on, Stu, uh, Rob was kind of giving it, a thumbs down. It's really weird. Like I want, like uh, yeah, Which, I'm not gonna ruin was, it. It's really I asked, weird. I asked him what was the last one that you liked. Uh, the correct answer. Rob's answer was six. Yeah, Rob's answer was six. So he didn't like seven and eight. eight with the submarine. I'd like, yeah. You know, honestly, the last movie I really loved was Fast Five. Like, that's the one I really love. So before it started getting crazy. Like, it was already crazy. But, like, once it got, like, to Dubai crazy, crazy, I was like, I think I'm out of this. Like, when they jumped (laughs) in the building, I'm like, and it was kind of, like, fun. But to your point, did I like it or do I love it? Yeah, Fast Five was the last movie I loved. And then the other. I think Six. I think Six has merit. Six six is pretty good. (laughs) It's, which, <laughs> six has science. Six has a lot of science in it. Six is the it's one good. where it was it was uh, Gaston fighting the the Fast and Furious people, and that was the movie. And then uh, seven was Jason Statham, right? Yeah, uh, I think yes. so. I think seven seven was the first Jason Statham one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all, all the whole God's Eye, all the technology thing is just a crutch. It gets all ridiculous each time. So yeah. <laughs> But see, but that puts it into perspective for me because I love each one and how it gets more and more ridiculous. Oh, you're so gonna like I'm, this one because it's really yeah, yeah. ridiculous. But like yeah. at the same time, I, it's, I think it's impressive how they yeah, escalated things. This, this belief can only go so far where you're like, oh, okay, like yeah. This one, I, they're, I, this I, one they're in space, and then I heard Fast Ten is gonna be a multiverse. It has to be because there's yeah. nowhere else to go. Like you like have got to get beyond, right? So true. Yeah. Like Grey's Anatomy, they've run out of terrific accidents that can happen in the Seattle, Washington area. They need, like I always joke, like this show will end as soon as there's a Zeppelin incident. Oh, we had a Zeppelin crash, and we have to take all these people <laughs> to the hospital. Like yeah. that's what needs to be required because they've had train, plane, automobile, and ferry accidents. There's almost nothing left. So yeah, this this is the same thing. Maybe if they the, the same thing. If the fast guys steal the Zeppelin and they race the Zeppelin in the air, maybe that's the next thing they need to do as well. So, yeah. 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 Needless to say, if you love fast movies, you'll you'll love you're like and ridiculousness is fine. 
Nice. Yeah, yeah. Stay, stay, stay tuned. You'll want to hear if uh, Andre liked it. We've got indications of whether or not Rob liked it. It looks like it's a no. <laughs> and and you'll yeah. and you'll My find out where uh, where yeah. me and Stu stand. Um, Sarah is asking for homework. Like I don't know what we want to watch next week. Rob's taking off. I hate making uh, springing things on him, but you know he had to go. So maybe we should make a, an executive decision. Um, I don't know if there's anything you guys want to watch. Throw throw your suggestions. We'll give it a couple minutes. If I can't think of anything, I'll I'll, uh, I'll hit you guys up in the chat. I was thinking for Blade any, One. You're looking for an old movie? I, I think, no, yeah, I think a... we should watch some, rewatch something older. I was looking for Blade One, but I don't know if it's actually on any streaming service. So unless everyone wants to dig up their, uh, I, I own it on multiple platforms, so it's no problem why for me. Why Blade? Like, why that? I don't know. I, I was just uh, thinking of, like, you guys talked a little bit about movies and superhero movie fatigue. I, I think Blade is arguably one of the first superhero movies before this whole train started rolling, right? Well, uh, and, unless and, you want to go back. And also, yeah, to sorry, tie it into, also to tie it into wrestlers in movies, Triple H was in Blade 2. Yes, he was. Played two or played, played three? Two or played three. Two. three? Three. Three. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. that was a Ryan Reynolds movie as well. That was the first one with Ryan Reynolds. That's right. Because yeah. two yeah. was Guillermo del Toro, and that was with the Ip Man. That was, that was, um, Donnie Yen had uh, a small part in it. Yes. Yeah. There was a whole bunch of, there was the cat from, um, from, uh, Red Dwarf, which I, when I saw, I'm like, oh my God, that guy's from Red Dwarf. Anyways, a lot of random characters in Blade. <laughs> Uh, Blade Two, which is secretly my favorite Blade movie, uh, I'm saying it right now. Blade Two is the best. Blade Two, come at is me. Is your best Blade, one? Blade Two is the best. No. one. Why? Which one I, do you I, like? I the think best Blade one? one is your film, sure. Uh, I see, I say Blade Three was the best. I, Blade One, for Blade sure. One for sure. Get out of town, Tim. Blade Three. <laughs> I always was so upset that they never did a spinoff with the um what were they called the night stalkers i forget what they called themselves yeah, yeah ryan reynolds and jessica beale i always thought this was right for them to do a, a spin-off with those guys and it would have been amazing but time time okay not one, one more on. before you guys go uh what is Stu? since you're such a film connoisseur and then i'll let tim answer after what is your favorite guy Ritchie movie then Oh my god this actually that came is... up in my conversation today uh um, that's a is great rock and roll a guy Ritchie movie yeah, Rock and Roll is, yeah. a, is a... Technically, yeah. Oh, God. There's so many good ones. Is uh, it Snatch? Is Snatch the best? Snatch, Snatch is a movie uh, is, is a movie that he directed. Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels is the one. I didn't mind The Gentleman. It had its moments. Uh, you're not going to trick me to say King Arthur. Uh, Man from <laughs> Uncle was also decent. Um, rock and Roll. Yeah, Rock and Roll. God, I, I think... Oh I, man! I, I actually, I actually have not seen Man from Uncle. Everyone in the in, in the in the comments, please throw your favorite Guy Ritchie movie in there. We're Man just from Uncle is decent. Like, honestly, Man from Uncle is decent. Like I don't think it got. Maybe you should watch Man from Uncle because on because enough people probably didn't watch it to really appreciate how good Army Hammer and uh, and uh, Henry Cavill and Alicia Vikander. Like it's a this is a really good fun movie to watch if you haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. Shoutouts to Eric. Thanks for joining us again, Eric. Um, you asked if anyone watched the Blade TV show with uh, Sticky Fingers as Blade. Oh, um, I, I did. I did. I did give it a try. I wanted to like it. Um, <laughs> was that? I'm, was I'm a that sticky, on, sticky uh, Fingers fan, but <laughs> Spike TV. That was on Spike TV, right? I think yes, yes. yes you're 100 yeah. percent right. Spike TV when that was a thing. <laughs> yes. Oh my I god. Was like, I'm just Rolodex. I'm like, uh huh. Slam Ball, Spike TV, Pros oh. versus Joes. I remember the, the scheduling that was on that crappy channel. Um, yeah, there. That's a 
yeah, that that was a lot. But uh, yeah, no, John, I think I think um, Rob would probably say uh, Man from Uncle is probably not, a, especially if you haven't seen Man from Uncle. It's a good one. Yeah, I I haven't seen it, so I'm gonna. Eat. I'm going to tentatively put that on the schedule if you guys are cool with that. Um, I don't know if it's available on streaming. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Where is that? Because I just looked. It's not on Netflix for sure. It's not on Netflix. It was on Netflix Canada, but no, it's not available it's right not now. now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's available on the U.S. Is it the U.S. one? Oh, ugh. Then maybe maybe it's maybe it's Snatch then? I, is I Snatch, like Snatch on is it though? Best. I feel like Snatch is his best movie. It's it's uh, not technic- well. The gentleman is the gentleman is on Netflix. Maybe that's the one you watch. Have you watched the gentleman? I have not seen the gentleman. The gentleman. Well, that's maybe that's the redemption of uh, you can watch a decent uh, Henry Goulding movie. Maybe that's that's because Henry Goulding is in it. Uh, oh, okay, okay. I'm I'm liking. That. Okay, so uh, the gentleman reads an American expat tries yep. to sell off his highly profitable marijuana or marijuana, however you want to pronounce it, empire in London. Triggering plots, schemes, bribery, and blackmail in an attempt to steal the domain out from under him. Okay, I think I'm down. It's it's, it's McConaughey. It's your boy Charlie Hunnam. You love Charlie Hunnam. I I actually do. I you actually love do. Charlie. So Hunnam. Shout out to King Arthur. I actually quite. Oh my god. Okay. So how come I didn't watch this? <laughs> Did this come out Jeremy during Strong, pandemic or something? Colin Farrell. Yep. Hugh Grant. Yeah. You gotta watch this one. Okay, so so let's 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 put that on the schedule again. Thank you so much, guys, for joining in and filling in. Sorry, I've kept you guys uh, a little longer than you probably need to be. Um, so definitely check out Fight Insight podcast. Uh, link is in the description. Follow their Instagram, YouTube, um, and Tim himself. Look at all the look at that lovely merch. I would have worn my shirt if I knew swag, this was going down. Um, so yeah, and then be ready for all our other content. Um, so we're going to be watching uh, the gentleman next week. Stu, will you come back for the gentleman? Yeah, I think you have to. I think you have to. It's a good good movie. Like you're welcome, Sarah. It's it's actually a good one. And uh, yeah, that's that's good homework for people. I've I watched it recently a few weeks ago. It's it's. I think as a director, he's matured and he gets a little bit better with things. But yeah, it's it's a good one. Uh, And then yeah, you'll you'll enjoy it. Yeah. All right. Cool. So next week, folks, join in. Uh, Tune in for the gentleman. Uh, It's going to be. Definitely out of our normal wheelhouse again, I think, I feel. <laughs> but it's a good one. It. It's a good one. Guy Ritchie. I'm, I'm, I'm down. All right, cool. All right. Uh, we better cut this off. Otherwise, we'll stay here all night. Uh, yep. Thank you again, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Tim and Stu. Uh, thank you, Thanks. Rob, for, uh, for holding it down. And hopefully everything is all cool with you. Uh, and we will chat again soon, folks. Thank you. Thanks, guys.